Matt, welcome to the Zero Cafe uh, podcast. And of course, we'd first like to know a bit more about uh, you and your background and why on earth you got started in Zero. Yeah, uh, so my name is Matt Skaysbrook. I'm Director of Optimization at We Teach CRO. Uh, I guess like many people, um, I kind of fell into uh, fell into CRO. Um, so my first, uh, my first role, uh, the company that I joined had just uh, installed Google Analytics on their website and no one in the team knew how to use it um, because because I was the new guy I was I was the burden on everyone um, you know because I knew nothing um, so when we realized nobody knew it I put my hand up and said okay well let, let me learn um, so that I had something that I could actually be useful with uh, rather than just uh, you know sort of sucking the life out of everyone else constantly asking questions um, so yeah it, it started it started there um, but I think for me, you know, it sits, CRO sits so neatly uh, on the sort of the intersection between creative, analytical and, and technical. Um, so I've never, I've never felt pigeonholed um, in that, uh, in that way. Um, I think also, as a, as a person, I, I judge the value of a lot of things based on the, the size of the opportunity rather than exactly on its value right now. I think just that that natural mindset makes uh, makes CRO a, a perfect uh, a perfect industry for me to be in. Yeah. And uh, can you tell, tell us a bit about, more about uh, the company you found? Uh, to me, it seems at least fully based on the name. Uh, it's, it's quite a, a unique approach uh, already because um, many agencies will, will say, okay, um, give us your uh, access to to your your clients' uh, data, and uh, we'll help you improve your uh, your conversion rates. But uh, we teach zero implies that you don't do that uh, approach, but are rather uh, teach the clients how to do zero. So why yeah, is that? I think that there's a couple of there's a couple of parts to it. So when when I first started the business uh, five years ago, um, there was the the original sort of proposition um, was that we would over time. Teach, uh, teach our clients to take over the various bits of work that, that we were doing. Um, and that's, that's sort of how we, how we settled on the name. And what, what we found was that uh, that, that proposition opened a lot of doors uh, for us. Um, we, could talk to, uh, we could talk to clients that we may not otherwise have, have got a chance to speak to, uh, given our, our size. Um, and it was, it, was, it was met really, really positively, like, yeah, this is a great idea. When it then got down to, to signing contracts, um, what you found was that, unfortunately, most of, the, uh, most of the stakeholders who would sign those contracts, they just wanted someone to do it for them. They frankly didn't want to in, invest that much in upskilling their teams, um, yeah. which is a tad sad, uh, but I don't, think that's, I don't think it's changed all that much. Um, over the last over the last five years, uh, so yeah, in, initially it was uh, it, it was to have a, a different approach. But what we found over over time as we've worked through is that the more that you the more that you share about what you know, it has multiple benefits. So, firstly, any anyone who works uh, agency side in any in any kind of role knows that the the more that a client knows about your subject, the easier it is to work together and the better work that you do. Um, you know, if there are five or six uh, assumptions or, or uh, deductions that you've made along a path before you, you get to the discussion that you're currently on, the fewer of those that you have to explain in detail, the easier it is um, and the faster you, you, get to the, uh, you get to the outputs. So for us, 
explaining to our clients how we how we reach certain uh, how we reach certain conclusions is hugely important. Uh, it, it helps us all be more efficient. That means that the service that the client receives is is better. And you know, from a, a business side, as an agency, that that keeps our our retention rates up. You know, we have happy clients who know more today than they knew uh, than they knew yesterday. Um, I think the other side of it, the more that you the more that you give away about how to how to execute programs at scale, the more it solidifies why you're necessary. Um, so we we've seen this uh, we've seen this recently with uh, with a large client of ours where you know another another area of their uh, of their team um, has started running tests uh, as well. Um, most of them server side uh, rather than rather than client side, and initially they did not believe that our input uh, you know as a, as a third party was necessary um, our main contact there who we've worked with side by side for well for over three years now he was insistent that we had oversight of what was being done and as those first sort of few tests started to get rolled out they became to realize why we were there so it was things like okay well test entry isn't being logged properly so you know the the data that you're passing into GA that's starting at the wrong point um, so you're not seeing a full picture. You're only seeing people who complete what you've changed, not people who see what you've changed. Um, and there was a there was a string of other of other elements to it. So I think the the uh, the view there is that by giving away and sharing what you know, it doesn't it doesn't devalue uh, it doesn't devalue the agency. It only increases the value of the agency. The more the client knows, the more they see the work that goes into into having a program running at scale. Yeah, and uh, the, then how much time, roughly, would you say you you still be uh, you're still able to spend on teaching those people? <laughs> I, I don't I don't see it as separate to what we do on a day to day basis. It is what we do Learning on a day-to-day on yeah. day -day basis yeah and that that applies both for uh both for our clients uh and for and for our team members um we have one one of our uh, one of our hires earlier this year he described our hiring strategy uh as uh, as gathering the waifs and strays um we don't we've hired people with very uh, abnormal backgrounds you know people who haven't come from a CRO background or even a analytics background or even a digital background uh, for for that matter, um, and we can do that because we have you know we have a core group of people who uh, who know their work inside out, and we have the I guess I, I've described it as we are big enough to support them uh, and to get to get intelligent bright people to understand our work, but. Uh, but we're also uh, small enough that their work actually matters uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. So, yeah, I think the the teaching part, as I said, it started it started as a proposition that frankly never worked. Um, but it's now become a, a, a the core of what we do. And if we if we didn't do that on a daily basis, we wouldn't be where we are now. And uh, the hiring non-digital people did, did that come about uh, with uh, the, the shortage? Uh, of of people to to hire, or is, is was it uh, already there from the beginning? It, a mixture. Um, so when I first started the agency, uh, you know, my my background is is as a consultant. Um, so I, I did all of the all of the consulting myself, as as most of us do. Um, and 
what I decided was that uh, at a certain point, the right thing to do was bring in uh, bring in someone at a trainee level uh, rather than uh, rather than a, at an experience level. Um, one of the uh, one of the team members at the time, uh, his brother was looking for for a change. Um, he he was a police officer uh, at the time uh, in London. Uh, had had done that for for a good few years. Decided you know that that was done <laughs> for him, um, and he was looking for something new. And yeah, my my team member asked me, would I speak to him? Uh, and I said, yeah, sure. Uh, I don't have any I don't have any other like you know sort of standout <laughs> options at the moment. So yeah, yeah. sure, I'll I'll speak to him. Um, we we met a few times. It was clear that he was very bright, driven, um, and really wanted to to make a new career uh, for himself. So how how did um, you get him up to speed to to the work that you're doing? <laughs> uh, a mixture of a lot of time, uh, yeah. a lot of my time, uh, and and getting him involved in in live things as as soon as we could. Um, to the my belief has always been the best way to learn is to do. Um, you need to have a base level of understanding, sure, um, to know what you're doing. But if you have the oversight from from someone who has done this work day in, day out for, for years, you can get bright, driven people to a good standard very quickly. And because they're in an, because they're in an agency and a specialist agency that only does one thing, you're not asking them to become a master of you know of, of all different disciplines. You are focusing them on one particular thing. We we did that for the first time. Uh, that'll be almost four years ago now. And at that point, seeing where he so he he's since moved on uh, from my agency. Uh, he now works uh, he now works at Conversion.com, so one of the largest CRO agencies uh, in the UK. Um, and that has shown us that we can develop people with no with no meaningful background in our work into into really really strong practitioners um i i, I was it was it was a, a sad moment in some ways to see him leave um that happened earlier this year but also i'm immensely proud of what we've helped him to achieve and and the and what he's then been able to do uh, since he left us yeah and I can imagine that uh, when you when you talk to a lot of people and and uh, hired people, um, uh, you, you you rather yeah you you figure out uh, start figuring out uh, what kind of um, um, traits people need to have for this this job and what what things are that that are uh, not working for this job. So um, any any ideas around that? Yeah, I think the attitude matters uh, a huge amount. Um, you can teach uh, skills. You can you can provide experience in in doing the work, but you cannot make somebody good to work with. That that isn't that isn't a teachable that isn't a teachable trait. You cannot make someone diligent. Um, you cannot make someone care about the the the, the little details uh, in things. Um, and those when we uh, when we put out uh, sort of job roles uh, now. We, when we're getting to the section about, you know, what what you will need, we lead we lead with those things. We don't lead with what your experience is in terms of, you know, have you used this yeah. tool or have you used this tool? Uh, you know, it is we care about the person and the character that you are more than those things. If you've got gaps in those skills, that's fine. We, we we've got those skills already. We can we can pass that on, but we cannot we cannot make you. We cannot make you diligent. We cannot make you the sort of person who will do the right thing when no one is watching. 
Yeah. Uh, and or those maybe you can, but it will take too much time. <laughs> I think I think a lot of it's inherent yeah. uh, in people. It is it's either who you are or or it isn't. Um, yeah. You know, that's a self discipline thing. Um, so yeah, we we focus a lot more on on who somebody is, um, knowing because we've done it repeatedly that we can we can teach you all the skills that you don't currently have. Yeah, yeah, and if you're interested in the in the field, uh, then of course that that definitely helps with your attitude towards it, right? I mean, if you're working in a job that you don't like or are not interested in, then yeah, we we've had people who who I would describe as as being underutilized in the roles that they're that they're currently yeah. doing. You know, frankly, roles that aren't, aren't going anywhere for them um, for various reasons, um, and that gives them. I think that gives them a, a kind of steel that other people don't necessarily have. You know, those those who are switching careers. You know, I I've never done it. You know, I've never done that career switch in in the way that uh, some of my team members have. That takes a lot of bravery uh, and a lot of self-belief to say, you know what, this section where I've got, you know, five, six years experience in that, I'm going to put that to one side and I'm going to start again with something completely new. And that, that takes a lot of bravery and it tells you a lot about uh, about a person's attitude to work and to their career. Well, and specifically for us, that that uh, shows that they're open to experimentation, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It shows that they they are willing to look beyond what a natural path uh, for them might be, uh, and to see where where somewhere else might take them. Yeah, yeah, really cool that you're uh, you're doing this, and um, uh, I guess a lot of people can or a lot of agencies can learn there that uh, something from this approach, and then opening it up, and, and yeah, maybe not leading with. Um, um, yeah, you're, you're skilled in Google Analytics or <laughs> um, or the tools that we use, but uh, yeah. rather uh, rather the attitude towards experimentation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Can you tell us a bit about uh, the projects that uh, that you're doing? What, what are <laughs> yeah, the little uh, gems little, that you're working on? Yeah, a little bit. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess recently um, uh, helping Nando's launch their. Uh, their latest version of their ordering process uh, has been a has been a big one. Uh, we helped them with their first ever online ordering process, which would have been well three years uh, three years ago now. Um, they've since had various iterations of that. Um, and Nando, for those time. not familiar, that, that's like a fast food chicken piri piri style. Yes, correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah I forget they are they're enormous uh, an enormous household name here uh, in the UK. Um, I'm not sure what their what their global reach is uh, in other in other places. I haven't I seen them in the Netherlands yet, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I know they're not particularly uh, well known in the US. Uh, but yes, in the, they're on many many high streets uh, in the in the UK. Um, we've also been able to uh, to expand the number of uh, GoDaddy brands that we work across as well. Um, they they've been a client of ours since uh, pretty much since day one. Um, which we were very fortunate uh, to to pick uh, to pick up work with those guys, but we we've now got brands that we work on with them across uh, US, Germany, uh, and the UK um, as well. Uh, and their I guess as a, as a as an organisation, their belief uh, in CRO and experimentation is 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 without doubt. You know, there's no question uh, for them that it is the right thing to do regardless of whether you're working on some of the, the bigger brands or some of the smaller ones that they own, because they own hundreds <laughs> uh, across the uh, across the world. Um, so it's good to see, especially some of those, uh, some of those smaller brands for whom 
for whom we may be their their first experience uh, of of running a program. Um, I think that you know we we've had a we've had a few clients uh, over the last few months for whom we are uh, we are the first agency they've ever worked with. Um, we are responsible for the first tests uh, that they've ever run, and I think for for me that that's probably the most exciting part. It's not. It's not working necessarily with the you know the big household names. It's it's nice in a way you know it's nice to be able to tell people you work with uh, you work with big brands. But seeing someone go from doing very little or even nothing into the I call it the excitement that they get from seeing new things coming yeah. you know every every few weeks is I think that that means a lot to me uh, to to see those. So yeah, getting people started. Um, is a is is thoroughly rewarding. Yeah, <laughs> I mean to go from zero to anything is is uh, is already a big step uh, for most, right? And and uh, do you then often um, are are you working with with pers- uh, with people in in those companies that already have like a job title uh, something like zero, or is it is it more broader than that? Yeah, often not. Um, yeah. So some some of the businesses you might be working with the you know with one of the directors of the company um, you know there there are some businesses that we work with who are you know whose revenues are five ten million but their their core team uh, you know sort of as a as an office team might only be ten people yeah um, you know so there a lot of their a lot of their focus is obviously in the the manufacture of their products and the fulfillment of their products and that's where the the bulk of their team may sit. Um, but yeah, some, sometimes we've, uh, we've worked, yeah, as I said, with directors, sometimes you're working with marketeers. We've even had, uh, one, one client, um, who changed the job focus of, of one of their team, um, not long after starting work with us because they realized that this was an area that they needed internally to dedicate more, uh, more resource to as well. Um, so yeah, I think work, working with businesses, bigger ones who have, been running CRO or experimentation programs for a for a long period is there it's a different experience to working with those who are effectively building from from the uh, from the ground up yeah I think that's an interesting uh, role that you're describing so that that's uh, interesting for uh, companies that are hiring a CRO agency so what kind of resources do they need to have what, what kind of uh, is, is that person then um, like the, the main communication channel between you and and what the company is doing, or what's their role? Yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's is is a multifaceted one. So yes, they are they are important as our conduit to understand more broadly what's going on uh, in the in the business. And if you're if you are dealing day to day with with a director, that has its benefits um, because that that person yeah. generally knows virtually everything uh, that that's going on. Uh, in there, also they have and, and can the, sign things. Yes, they have the authority. <laughs> so if if you say we want to do this, and they don't say, oh, well, I'll take that away, and we'll have a committee meeting in two weeks, and we'll let you know. They just go, yeah, I like that, and off you go. <laughs> you yeah. can, you know, you can you can move ahead. I think also having access to those those people at the higher levels, they can see daily the the difference that this makes. Uh, to the to the business, not just uh, not just in terms of you know the the changes they may see going through the site, but because they've got more of a finger on the pulse of um, of the overall business health, 
they really understand the direct impact that uh, that the changes uh, that we're testing make. Um, so yeah, it is uh, it is a big help. Um, can we pause for a sec? Because someone is knocking on yeah. my door. Oh yeah, sure, me. go ahead. We'll have a short break here. joys of working from home mate did you just tell them to, to stop knocking or yeah i was just a delivery <laughs> um but sometimes they just knock and leave it other times they knock and if you don't answer they keep knocking you're like oh. <laughs> i'll just go um, and answer the door you hear they sometimes just don't even bother to knock they just um, um either leave it. put yeah. the package in front of the door or I also have this sometimes that um, uh, we, we have one car, uh, which is actually my, my girlfriend's car. I, I usually use trains or whatever, and you use for, uh, I work from home for mostly uh, most of the time. So sometimes when she takes the car, then the delivery guy just say, oh, the, the car is gone. There's probably no one home. And then just just doesn't deliver, and then just <laughs> drops it at the post office. <laughs> like they, they just here all they, day. Throw, they you... throw things over our fence <laughs> or over our back gate is the ah. other thing. If it's like they, I think they must sort of like squeeze and go, oh, it's clothes yeah. or whatever, and then just, just throw <laughs> it. Yeah, and your like, new computer monitor. Whoop. Yeah, yeah, and, and then they leave you a card that says, oh, we've left it in a safe place. Like, no, you haven't left it anyway. You've thrown it over a fence. <laughs> <laughs> so helpful of them. So yes, very so helpful. Okay, let's uh, let's continue. Hey, uh, <clears throat> some time ago, you uh, you posted on LinkedIn uh, to uh, change things up. You um, you wanted to start posting more about uh, Ciro. So first, I want to know uh, what, what what triggered this, and uh, how's it been going uh, so far? Yeah. So uh, what triggered it is is probably a mixture of things. Um, firstly, uh, so we we hired a, an in-house marketeer. Uh, about six months before that point, who'd been banging on at me about Matt, you, you, have, you, to, you have to start doing something. Yeah. Use your network, um, Matt. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Um, yeah. I think also it was, I'd gotten to the point where I'd started to understand, um, I'd started to understand what I believe to be important um, and, and sort of starting to form some rules, I guess, for myself uh, about how I, how I wanted to talk. Um, and the message that, that I wanted to, to get across. And I think, you know, similar to, to what we discussed earlier about, you know, the, the teaching element, where that, where that started and, and, where it, and, and where it is now, um, you know, it, it, took, it took time, uh, it took experience um, to understand really what, what that meant to, to me and, and to us as a business. And I think it was the same thing with, you know, with, um, with talking about CRO publicly and, and more frequently is that it has taken me time to really understand what it is that I consider to be important. And uh, how has that been going so far? What have you posted about? Quite, quite a lot of stuff. Have you been I started a number a bit, of or? debates. Yeah, yeah well, <laughs> I, I started with, um, with setting out the rules for myself. Um, so I wrote them down and then, and then I posted those. So uh, I had three do's and, and three don'ts. So my three do's were uh, provoke debate, hence why I have <laughs> on occasion, um, support all practitioners 
regardless of level um, and champion doing something over nothing. Uh, you know, as we as we talked about earlier on that front, you have to start somewhere. Um, you know, and that means choosing to do something rather than do nothing. It won't be perfect. It may not even be good uh, to begin with, but you you get nowhere if you do nothing. So, so how do you go about with uh, the first one, like provoke debate? It sounds, sounds like a, a bit malicious, like <laughs> it doesn't really matter uh, if it's good or not or if it's true or not, but at least it should Yeah, but it, 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 marries, it marries with the first of my don'ts, uh, yeah. which is don't sit on the fence. Um, you know, it, if you have an opinion, voice it. You know, it, it doesn't mean that you have to be rude to people and it doesn't mean that you can't, uh, you can't uh, appreciate somebody else's perspective. Um, but I think in the UK in, in particular, um, we we tend to shy away from confrontation and we, we tend to see confrontation as a negative word. Um, whereas, uh, so uh, one of my team is is French and she has been telling me for years, we've known each other a long time, she has been telling me for years that in France, confrontation is not seen as a negative, it's seen as a positive. You know, you should should engage in uh, in differences of opinion you know if somebody yeah. says something that you don't believe to be true you don't just nod you know you you say oh well you know actually my my opinion is this or i believe this and i think that uh that debate is is important you know we're, we're never all going to see eye to eye on everything we're never all going to believe that the right way to do things whatever that even is uh the right way is is the same and it won't be the same uh for everyone it's all clouded and 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 shaped by our own uh by our own experiences um but talking about those and almost celebrating those in a way is is important and uh, how do you go um uh, about doing this and, and then introducing or helping um, new people. I think you also mentioned that it might be a bit, a bit scary for newcomers to to zero, um, yeah. to see people talking about zero in general, and then it feels okay. It's 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 a high bar before I can can join the zero club. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, it is, and I think a lot of that stems from um, there's been a lot of discourse in our in our industry over recent years that everyone's doing everything wrong. Um, and yeah, some some of that it may be correct. Like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's... <laughs> and 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 maybe it's it's true. Uh, and but that to me isn't really the point. Um, you know, if you want to, if you want to bring people on on a journey with you, you don't tell them they're wrong all the time. Um, you know, you recognize that what they're doing right now is they're doing the best that they can. Yes, okay, they may be missing certain information, but you know, if you, uh, as I mentioned earlier, around bringing you know new people into our team, like I've I've seen some things that they've done and gone, oh uh, no, probably don't want to do that. But you don't you don't just shout you're doing it wrong at them out the door. You know, you sit down with them and go, okay, how did you get to that point? Okay, well you got to that. Yep, three years ago I did the same thing. You know, until somebody else pointed out to me that this, you know, so you. you you recognize your own flaws. Uh, I guess you, you, you bear those flaws to people. And then if you tell them, okay, well, that, that thing, you know, you need to do that in this way. Um, they understand that that isn't just you saying this is, you know, I know more than you. I was where you were, uh, you know, three years ago, five years ago, whatever it is, because each and every one of us has 
you know, if if you look back at, at some of the uh, some of the things you did five years ago, would you do them the same way now? I highly doubt it. I certainly wouldn't. Yeah, and I don't think there is one of us uh, in 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 our industry who wouldn't say that. And in another five years, we will do the same thing. <laughs> we will look back at what we're doing today and probably think, yeah, I wouldn't have wouldn't do that that yeah. way now. There, there are a lot of things I did yesterday that I already regret. So, <laughs> it, uh, a common, a common, uh, my mother made to me uh, a few years ago. So I, I was telling her, it was not long after my thirtieth birthday, and I was telling her about some of the decisions I'd made in my early twenties, and said, oh, just I can't believe that you know that, that that I thought that that was a good idea. Um, and she, uh, she would have been in her fifties at the time, and she said to me, "Oh, don't worry. Uh, there are things I look back on that I did in my forties, and I still feel the same way." So in some senses, it was it was a relief to know that it never gets any, it never changes. In other ways, it's a little disappointing knowing that you will always look back uh, on things and, and think I would do it differently. Um, but yeah, so I think that the the engagement of those who are newer into uh, newer into the industry, you don't get that engagement uh, with people. You don't bring them along a journey by telling them they're wrong all the time. Um, yeah. you, you do it by recognizing that you too, uh, we're there, and that we're all on a we're all on the same we're all on the same path. It's just about at what point in time did you start on it? Yeah, yeah, and, and I don't think that's anything specific to CRO, right? I mean, uh, that that's no. it's all about getting new people in and trying to keep them motivated um, throughout their journey. Yeah, because they 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 are the the future of the industry sits with sits with people who are newer in. You know, we will we will at some point, you know, pack this in and retire and you know, but other people need to need to be there to uh you know to carry it on. Um you know we all we all agree that it is an essential part of uh of of businesses growing, developing, prospering um to have this uh to have this experimentation mindset. Um I just uh, it, it it pained me um, I actually had a, after I posted that initially, I got a few messages from people, people I'd, I'd never met before, um, who told me that they felt that they are relatively new to the industry and that everything that they were reading was telling them that they would never be good enough. Uh, and that, that hurt a little bit. Because to some extent, we all end up being tarred with the same brush. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you just uh, only look at uh, the CXL.com uh, list of courses <laughs> you can follow for zero specialist, I mean, that's, that's, that's quite the list, right? I mean, and I, I love them. <laughs> but if, if, you're, if that's the start of your journey, you see that list, I can imagine that's, that's not necessarily... It's, it's pretty, it's pretty to intimidating. It's pretty list of, of stuff you need to know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty intimidating, um, and and it, and it ends up going back to to one of my other do's, which is champion something over nothing. If you think that you're going to before you do absolutely anything, you're going to do all of those courses and learn all of that stuff, and then start, you'll probably never start. You know, learning by doing and is is in my opinion the most effective uh, the most effective form of learning. And in the end, one of the, the core tenets of what we do is about test and learn. You know that should apply to us as individuals as much as it uh, as much as it does to the work that we do. Um, the assumption is you're going to be wrong more often than you're going to be right, and that's okay. 
and that 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 idea needs to needs to move over into people's development as much as it does in the the day-to-day practice of our work yeah yeah and one of the things uh, that you also uh, mentioned that uh, i think relates to this that uh zero or experiment meditation uh, does not have to be all encompassing uh, to be valuable right it's it, it, those elements already contribute yeah. to the whole yeah i think this this was one of the debates i sparked <laughs> at one stage um and i i used the i used a comparison with communism which i'm i'm not sure maybe i shouldn't have used it but <laughs> well if you um, want to st- stir some debate then that's a good start well i i do have a history degree as well um you know perfectly <laughs> relevant to my profession obviously um but yeah it was basically in uh there, there were two different strands of, of communism at one point. One where they believed that you could skip stages in Marx and Engels' uh, idea of the progression of society, uh, and, a, and, a, and a contrary view that said you could not. Uh, if you did, the whole thing would break. Um, obviously, what happens in history is they do try and skip stages, and the whole thing falls apart. Um, my belief is that, uh, from a CRO perspective, at least, is that trying to skip stages uh, isn't isn't going to be effective. People have to have gone through each sort of phase of that maturity to understand it, in order to know where the next stage is and how uh, how they're going to be able to operate that uh, that effectively. So, trying to move people from doing nothing to or, or a business even from doing nothing to saying everyone in this company has an experimentation mindset, in, in my view, is it's never going to happen. Uh, it's never going to happen that quickly. You know, they, they can't just skip the, you know, they can't skip the, call it the dabbling stages uh, that come in between. And um, uh, we're almost out of time, uh, unfortunately. I'm really, really loving this uh, this talk. And uh, definitely with uh, uh, regards to the LinkedIn post, definitely keep keep doing that. Uh, <laughs> keep stirring that uh, debate. Hey, um, uh, Maybe for a future uh, podcast, uh, who do you think we should um, interview for that? So I mentioned uh, I mentioned someone earlier that, that we hired who went from being a police officer ah, uh, yes. to uh, to a CRO. Uh, his name is Sam Irvine. Uh, he's a consultant at Conversion.com. Yep. Um, for me, his story is a brilliant one um, of, like I said, of, of taking risk, uh, of, of testing something new. Um, and as said, he has he has gone from he has gone from a public servant uh, to to someone who has become a a really uh, a really impressive practitioner. Um, and I think it, it it just it's it's a perfect illustration. Uh, of, yeah, let, let's of see if he is, uh, he is as positive uh, of you as he as you are. <laughs> <laughs> I only spoke to him last night just to see how things were getting on. Uh, so yeah, I I hope so. I hope so. But uh, yeah, well worth talking to a, a very uh, a very different story, I guess, to to most. Uh, that people will have heard. Nice. Yeah, and I'll, um, uh, yeah, if you can get us introduced, then I uh, would love uh, hearing uh, his story. Matt, sure. uh, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, to uh, to talk to us, and I uh, hope to talk to you soon, and I hope to see a lot of uh, LinkedIn discussions. Wraps up. Good. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Bye-bye.